0: The Spanish Announce
1: Table. It is episode 359 of the Spanish Announce Table, and we had one of the funnest uh weekends and weeks of pro wrestling we've had in, a, uh, in you know, not a long, long time. I think we've had some fun weekends recently with AEW, but they put on full gear. We're going to talk a lot about that this week. We're going to talk about some Survivor Series is coming up. I'm going to predict. We're yeah. going to.
0: We're yes, going to fill gonna some time <laughs> by making a better show than what they're going to give you. That's probably what we're going to do. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um,
1: we're going to just get into all kinds of fun, zany stuff about pro wrestling. That's what we do here at the Spanish Announce Table. Tim and Tom over here. And we sometimes we like to kick this off with some news. Keep you up to date,
0: up to speed. Yeah. But there was nothing. There really wasn't anything worth it. Yeah, you know, and and sometimes, hey, no news is good news, right? Like, we don't have some bad news to share with you, and that's a plus. So it can be a positive that there's nothing crazy happening in this wacky world. Uh, But before we get into tweet tables and all the fun stuff, Tim, you mentioned Full Gear was this past weekend. I know you watched. Uh, Tell me about the experience before we really break it down with, you know, tweet tables and things like that. What did you like about it? How did you uh consume this four hour pay per view. What was your uh what was I your I consumed it in
1: some chunks on the fight app. Um and it got you know, it's just excited. I, I I love that they deliver on things when it's not you can't necessarily always expect it, right? They throw you some curved balls, but mm-hmm. they don't just outright not deliver for the sake of not delivering, right? Um they know how to capture a moment. They know how to really kind of hone that crowd in. Even if it, even if we're saying AEW is just a hardcore niche crowd, they know how to capture it, and they do it so well. And you leave with a smile at the end of these events almost every time.
0: Definitely. What about you? So I really enjoyed AEW Full Gear 2021. I got in my very comfortable uh, lazy boy chair, got all situated and comfortable, started viewing the festivities. But before I did, I got my favorite bag of chips right here. Guys, barbecue potato chips. Dude, fun me fact. No chips. Well, fun fact about guys, they created the barbecue potato chips. So if you're wanting to taste the greatest, the originator, none greater. Guys, barbecue potato chips right here. Uh, Open these Think bad about that. boys up. Invented the
1: barbecue Mm -hmm. flavored potato chip. So look, everybody else is a poser. Everybody else is a pretender. Everybody else is a wannabe.
0: Everybody else is,
1: is early Mickey James trying to be Trish Stratus.
0: There you go. Yes. That is a great analogy for pro wrestling fans, but yeah, opened up these bad boys, uh, got some chips going, uh, went all the way from MJF to Darby Allen, all the way to the crowning of the new AEW. Heavyweight champion Hangman Adam Page. Oh my goodness! I tell you what. Look at this right here. Does it get any better combination than these two right here, guys? Barbecue potato chips and Hangman Adam Page. I don't think so.
1: Virginia is for lovers, and guys, potato chips are for wrestling fans.
0: There you go. So let's get into yes. uh the the uh, hashtag tweet the table. I want to hear from uh, Table Nation. Yeah, you guys. So what Tom you women, is referencing, if you.
1: you're new, if you're new, what Tom is referencing is. We like to treat this like the bar. So, like we said, if there's no news, you're not going to the bar and talking with your friends about news, right? So, Mm -hmm. what do you want to talk about? And we want to talk about what you want to talk about. And you do that, you tell us by using hashtag TweetTheTable. We've got several of them right here. Tom, you ready?
0: Yes, I am. (laughs) Let's
1: go. (laughs) At Katie First Lady says, excellent AEW full gear show. Some great long-term storytelling. I would give the slight edge to AEW All Out as the better show. I enjoyed it overall. Both great shows. Hashtag tweet the table.
0: Yeah. And what home runs AEW is hitting this year? You know, we had arguably the greatest pay per view of all time. At least it's in the conversation with All Out when you had the debut of Brian Danielson, you had the debut of uh, Adam Cole, you had the awesome matches. Uh, Where the return of CM Punk, Uh, the main event with Kenny Omega versus Christian was great. I mean, that card, top to bottom, I don't know if you get much better. But with Full Gear, they had their own great, you know, memorable moments. As we just mentioned, Darby Allin versus MJF, which kicked off the show. You had Eddie Kingston, CM Punk. Uh, And then you had this main event of Hangman versus Kenny Omega. Fantastic show. Uh, The only criticism I would give with this one. Is as we mentioned with all out one of the moments was a promo, a you know other than wrestling type of presentation where the elite came in and was talking about how they're the greatest, then Adam Cole comes in then Brian Danielson comes in right with this show, it was a lot of the same note, right it was wrestling wrestling, 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 and pro wrestling's great, obviously we love it, but as I mentioned before we recorded wrestling has too much variety for you to play one note. And I felt like that was my only criticism is it was so much in ring action that there was no promos. There was no, I mean, you got Jay lethal as a new signing and that was great, but that was what? Two and a half minutes, three, you know, it wasn't yeah. even long enough it was to quick. That
1: yeah. Was it was, a real it drive wasn't by. even
0: long yeah. enough. Uh, I don't even think it was long enough to be a YouTube you just came so out and kind of like
1: waved to the crowd, right? A little like,
0: Well, he waved to the crowd, then he said, hey, I want to challenge Sammy Guevara. Sammy said, let's do it. And then that was it, you know? So um, as great of a moment as that was, and it was really cool to see Jay Lethal in AEW. uh, Yeah, I wish there was a little bit more backstage pull-aparts, promos backstage or in the ring, something to give me some variety. Because again, pro wrestling can provide that for you other than just amazing in-ring action. Because like I said, then it just becomes like, you know we could do some other things here so that would be my only criticism but again it was a fantastic show
1: all right so use hashtag tweet the table tell us what you thought of it and maybe we'll read it right here next week too so let's get back to the folks here at devil vamp says the moment between cm punk and mjf was just perfect whoever wrote that segment is a fucking genius hashtag tweet the table.
0: Yeah, so this happened on Dynamite, not Full Gear. Uh I'm not exactly sure what tweet tables we got cuz I don't like to read them cuz I like mm-hmm. to give you my genuine hot reaction right off the top of my dome. Yep. Uh, so I don't know if we're going to talk about CM Punk Eddie Kingston but no, before let's talk we about get it. to Yeah, so before we get to CM Punk MJF, which was a very fun segment, we had in my opinion the match of the night at Full Gear, CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston. Tim let me just pose a question to you and just let your mind be blown here. If I were to tell you at the start of 2021, that we are going to see in AEW on consecutive nights, CM Punk get a 50, 50 reaction. And then the next night, Brian Danielson getting a heel reaction uh, on, on dynamite. Just think of that. They're the two most popular wrestlers going today. And Brian Danielson's was on purpose, but with CM Punk, and this is where I want to like kinda hone in on, Eddie Kingston made you say, like, hey, CM Punk's great. But over here, we're 5150. We're Eddie Kingston. We're Mad King over on this side. I tell you what, how much fun was this match?
1: Yeah, Eddie King is, I mean, that's my guy, right? Like, you're going to ride for Eddie Kingston. He is like the Nick Gage of AEW, I feel like.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. and and the thing is, is, you know, he, he's such a great everyday pro wrestler where you can put him at any spot you want to kick off the show. Hey, that's what we did at All Out. He kicked off the show and wrestled Miro for the TNT Championship. Now we got him taking <laughs> on CM Punk at full gear. There's an elevated spot from going from Miro to CM Punk, but this one wasn't for a title. You want him then the next night to try to put over 2.0 and Daniel Garcia, he's going to do that too. So it's, you can plug and play in the best possible way with Eddie Kingston. Any part of the card that you need something, you put him in. And I think because we know that, and as you mentioned, AEW kind of plays to the hardcore crowd. We just respect the shit out of Eddie Kingston. So I don't think that crowd was booing CM Punk. It's just when you rank, like, who's your favorite, I think Eddie Kingston's just a little higher. Again, not to say that CM Punk is bad. It's just we're we're 5150. We like to talk a
1: lot on the Spanish announce table about storytelling and its importance in professional wrestling. And this is why Eddie Kingston got the crowd reaction advantage over CM Punk is because he was wholly more relatable in this story. He's the guy who was sneered at by the guy who's now a star and everybody loves him, but is like, no, nah, I remember you being a dick mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. And here you are, again yeah, everybody loves you, but like nobody knows you like I know you. And I man, we can all relate to somebody like that in our lives, right? Most of us can't relate to being that person necessarily right I mean maybe a lot of us can but you know what I mean like it's so yeah of course you're not paying attention if you're not now like Eddie Kingston's got a witness right like I want Eddie Kingston you could be a big CM Punk fan we have those here on, on as fans of ours but at some point like you're you're rooting for the underdog in that story right
0: yeah and credit to CM Punk in this because this match reminded me a little bit obviously they didn't go full you know, role reversal here, but CM Punk kind of doing some heel things, getting under the crowd's skin just a couple times. Doing almost the five knuckle shuffle, John Cena's signature move. Right, he did the the side tackle, side tackle, uh, you know, drop down and then pops up, put his hand up, and people were like, "Are you fucking serious?" And then he's like, "Ah, I'm not gonna do it." So he did well with hearing the crowd, understanding. Okay, maybe I'm not universally loved. So let's just, those people who are cheering for Eddie, let's just fuck with them a little bit. And so, credit to CM Punk for being open and adjusting on the fly. And obviously, you know, as you mentioned with this story, Eddie Kingston was the everyday man where you can relate, like, hey, now you're, you know, this person is elevated, but I remember him when he was down here with me and that wasn't the person that you're seeing, right? But CM Punk was able to say, like, Hey, you want to know why we talk shit on you, Eddie? It's because you, you're lazy, you know? And so it was good that CM Punk just didn't do the, I'm here to wrestle. He, he added depth to his character here. Uh, this was a really fun match, as I mentioned. And, um, Eddie Kingston was just great because even credit to Eddie Kingston. He tried his best early on when they were chanting Eddie to be like, hey, hey, stop, stop, stop. And he was doing the little, you know, masturbation hand motion to the crowd. He was doing the middle fingers to punk and all the stuff. But we just look, there's a couple guys that I just don't think you could truly ever hate in pro wrestling. And Eddie Kingston's one of them. On a short list in my book, you got Eddie Kingston, you got Hangman Adam Page, and you got Sami Zayn. Like those three guys, I'm not ever gonna truly hate. Even like Sami Zayn right now is doing the conspiracy theory and all that. I love him. I love love him. him. And he is being fucked over by the company, so like I empathize with them. So it's like you know, there's a little bit longer of a list there, but those are three that come into my mind. Uh, So we forgot the fourth one. Who is that?
1: Brad Maddox.
0: Yeah, Maddox. Yeah. Take it easy. Take
1: yeah. it easy. Take it yeah. Easy. Okay. All right. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. This is your, I don't mean to interrupt your monologue. He ain't on my list. He ain't on yeah. my. <laughs> <list>. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. Love Eddie Kingston. Guy. You can't. Uh, I. You know. In hindsight, sure. I mean, CM Punk's the star. Eddie Kingston's not. You know, losing much. You know, shine off a off of a loss here. But man, I wanted him to win.
0: Oh, so did I. But now let's talk about the the tweet that we got from Double Vamp. The the promo with MJF and CM Punk. CM Punk, mm-hmm. again, credit to him for doing a little bit different than what was expected, right? Because you said, and we've said it before on this uh, podcast, like, can you imagine the promos between MJF and CM Punk? And so here we go. It's night one. Oh, Not my yet. God fresh yeah fresh matchup they don't have someone you know they're they're feuding with before they've moved on and punk doesn't say a word oh oh good job that was credit to getting us off on a really cool starting point i'm excited to see where this goes i think we don't get mjf uh cm punk first i think mjf's gonna do the oh, if I'm not worth your time, then you fight Wardlow. I think this is where nah, Wardlow it, maybe jumps in.
1: Maybe it's Wardlow or maybe it's his accountability buddy,
0: oh, Chairman Sean, Sean Spears. Spears. And and Sean Spears can give anyone a good match, right? So mm-hmm. the idea of CM Punk versus Sean Spears, I would think CM oh, Punk like, is like, well, that's
1: an easy night for me. Wardlow steps in to stop CM Punk from, you know, after MJF takes a cheap shot, CM Punk tries to do it, Wardlow stops him. CM Punk's like, all right, fine. He's like, you know what? I don't even want to wrestle you. I want to wrestle you. I would said I want to wrestle young stars, people who have a future here. You have a future. You seem like somebody to respect, not this guy. And Wardlow's like, fuck yeah, I'm doing that. Hell yeah. Big time. And MJF's like, nah, nope. Mm-hmm. Like, hold on. Yeah. I pay you. you. This guy doesn't pay you. You want to yeah. fight somebody on my team? You're going to fight his kind of buddy, the chairman. He's like, I'm not fighting the chairman. And then, whap, chair, and then there we go. Now
0: we are. Yeah,
1: And now Wardlow's like, fuck you, dude. That was my spot.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and this is where the dissension grows between Wardlow and MJF. Uh, I'm very excited about that. I'm very excited about this feud because, as we mentioned, MJF is going to give us some zingers next week. CM Punk, listen to this. It just dawned on me as far as the scheduling of AEW Dynamites. Dynamite next week is in Chicago. Yeah. MJF cutting down CM Punk oh, in gosh. Chicago. That's oh, must-see TV. That there's going to be a riot.
1: The C- booing. Oh. As loud as a pop as we got for CM Punk's return, we might get that level of booing.
0: I wouldn't be shocked if we got the booing to a level where, remember when Vicky Guerrero was trying to cut that's that promo on John Cena? Yes, yeah. yes that's exactly picked, where my you mind know, went, went. Yeah. It could God, be that. that was so great it could be that so god that
1: was one of the best moments in wrestling history i swear yeah. To
0: god. yeah or yeah or like a booing level to where uh if you recall um elias and kevin owens cutting down seattle for not having a basketball team and just the, the oh, vile shit. reaction that they had because
1: yeah the vile reaction because it was so sustained too that like those guys knew like they knew in the moment like holy shit dude like holy shit (laughs) like they were trying to contain it and be heels but you couldn't they were giggling like fucking schoolgirls because it was like you couldn't have played you couldn't have known like you go like hey shit on them because of the thing like they've heard that joke a million times but for some reason the night wasn't it you can't (laughs) you couldn't have went there tonight like cross the line tonight dude
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) so so next Uh, week yeah mm, next week mjf in Chicago, oh. cutting down CM Punk. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. Cannot yeah. wait.
1: And hey, shout out right now. We were just talking about Devil Vamp in his tweet. He's in the chat right now. Uh, he said, you love Sammy. And then he said, chef's kiss. I don't know if those are related, but, you know, I mean, we enjoy a good oh. chef's kiss here.
0: Sammy Zane. Yeah, to mm. me, and I've said this before on past episodes, S- Sammy Zane is the ultimate likable guy on television. I don't know what he's like backstage. I've heard some stories where he's a little bit too much and. He rambles and he's a little bit droning. yeah, I don't care. I, I like what I see on t- TV and you go well, back that's the to character NXT. he plays a lot.: <laughs> Well, but like you go back to NXT Sami Zayn, and to me, that's my guy. Like I'm getting behind that guy 10 times out of 10. Now, they've obviously pivoted and gone to different directions with Sami Zayn, which has been entertaining, but get him back to Babyface. He's my guy. I want him Phrase. I want to run with Sami Zayn.
1: Fun tip for you to use with your coworkers and stuff. The phrase I'm using now is 10 times out of nine. I'm like, 10 times out of nine, I'm fucking picking Sami Zayn every time. (laughs) Yeah, I love him. And you just got to move on, keep the conversation going, make people be like, did he fucking say 10 (laughs) times out of nine? Did he know (laughs) man Fucking paying attention to what he's saying. All right. Devil Vamps in the chat. We encourage you to get in the chat as well. Hashtag tweet the table. And if you're listening on the podcast, the chat has passed you by, but hashtag tweet the table has not. But you could chat with us live
0: on YouTube, like we're doing. We do this on YouTube. If you're not aware, huh? Ask though. As- also, again, if you're listening to the podcast, you're not viewing mm. the wonderful, delicious guys mm-hmm. barbecue potato mm-hmm. chips that I got here right on the screen. So those who are watching the YouTube can see this, but if you're just listening, you're not seeing the great packaging coming from Guys barbecue flavors.
1: Some sweet packaging. Potato too.
0: Chips. Oh, I tell you like- what, just. It just it feels it's bold.
1: Right. It like it pops in your face,
0: but it feels comforting, right? Like it right. feels like welcoming. It yeah, the bold coloring and, and it feels and like a big cool. event. Yeah, it just but it feels like they like me. Look at these. Mm-hmm. I want to hang out with these guys, and I do love them.
1: Cool guys. All right, back to the tweet the tables. So hashtag tweet the tables not passed you by. You can use hashtag tweet the table, and we will talk about what you want to talk about, just like we're doing here with Katie. First lady says wwe side of things katie goes she says what's the point of Mm -hmm. making all these survivor series teams early if you're just going to replace people anyway hashtag smackdown hashtag tweet the table and we will get into smackdown uh, or not excuse me smackdown but survivor series and how there's not a whole lot of point to much of it anymore but yeah that is annoying like Even absent of injuries, absent of, you know, alcoholic problems, like they still replace people the last minute for things like this all the time, all the time. And I think another thing we saw was like, hey, the Raw team is like Big E, Seth Rollins, like all those people that just came from SmackDown a week ago in your draft, like the whole team has only Mm -hmm. been on Raw for like three weeks it's just like none of it means anything anymore.
0: Well, and even so again, we don't know backstage, you know, Dominic Mysterio was taken off the raw team, right? He could have, you know, tweaked a hamstring have has a broken foot. We don't know. Right. So if he needs to be off after we've made the announcement again, you're trying to make it up on the fly. We give you a little bit of rope on, on those things. However, it's just, It's everything. It's then Adam Pierce coming out now as a heel, acting as if he cares about these teams, which why would he care about one team over the other? Because he's on both shows. It doesn't make sense on his motivation, why some people, you know, were put on the team, but then not put on the team. And then it's just a clusterfuck. It's just WWE. Like, this is what they do. Everything is a minute by minute. Hey, I'm going to do something. Look at the reaction. Well, that didn't get enough. So let's pivot. And there's no continuity. It's just throw it up on the wall. Something's got to stick, right? One of these things has to stick. And that's how they're just doing their television shows. And that's why I don't watch. It's miserable. It's miserable. But it's stay tuned for a picks product. later in the show.
1: We're going to yeah. make some predictions. And this will be fun because we don't really know. I don't know what's
0: going on oh, over we there. We know. I mean, yeah, you know. we know. Do. You don't you, have you to know. You don't
1: need that. to know to know, unfortunately. and
0: that's I the could deal. get you to WrestleMania without watching this fucking show. I know what the fuck they're doing. That's bullshit. <laughs> oh, the well, Rock came out as a surprise. And now uh, it's yeah. him and Roman Reigns. <laughs> Ooh, who saw that coming? We've just been promoting Rock 25 for two weeks.
1: Well, who? Okay, so who else was it? So, like, um, Ron Simmons is going to come out. And like he's gonna like like the like or who else would like who else would be like uh, or instead of the rock we think it's like uh,
0: what do you I was mean, thinking like nation well I was trying to
1: think nation dudes but that really the st- Roman doesn't fit that necessarily I was trying to think somebody tied to the rock but would also be tied to Roman that's not already on our fucking screens right now
0: wow might, yeah you know
1: what I mean yeah
0: yeah no I think what it's gonna be is uh, Roman wins this. Well, we'll get into it. I, I have an idea of what happens. Stay tuned later. I'll tell you what happens, but it's fucking well, dumb.
1: Where this really <laughs> happens is at the Royal Rumble. That's where The Rock will show up and do something oh, to, to Roman. I think, he's Reigns. Showing
0: up, I think he's showing up Sunday. Oh, you think so, huh? Well, because here's the tie that bonds them both to, to Survivor Series. They both made their debuts mm. at Survivor Series, mm. right? So mm. that's the thing where. Roman Reigns gets jealous and like, why is everyone celebrating this guy? I also started on this, you know, pay-per-view as well. Yeah. Acknowledge me. He didn't I mean, have
1: a 400-whatever-day reign as champion.
0: Yeah, exactly. So there you go. It's- All right.
1: Well, something fun about the product. At Lady Undertaker says, I Think Pat McAfee has an orgasm every time he hears or sees Nakamura and boogs. Hashtag SmackDown. Hashtag Tweet the Table. Pat McAfee enjoyed- makes... God. He makes yeah, everything
0: fun. I en- I enjoyed uh I saw a video on Instagram, Twitter, whatever it was. Uh because I believe Roman and Nakamura were in some type of tag match. Uh I think something, I don't know, who cares. Uh yeah,
1: but Dana Brooke.
0: Yeah, Dana Brooke. But Nakamura was coming out and the song was making Pat McAfee, you know, see Jesus for the second time, right? And he's doing all of his fun stuff and you see Paul Heyman on the apron just in disgust. Yeah. Staring down Pat <laughs> yeah. McAfee like you think this song is good and you're doing this to that? See, what is wrong character with character
1: details that I think is lost on some of these wrestlers when they're building their characters. They think of, like, who the image of the character is, but I think they forget in those moments that, like, you have to stay in character like that. Like, Paul Heyman All would be time. disgusted with yes. Pat McAfee's antics every time he saw him. He would be like, Jesus, I'm, fuck.
0: <laughs> like, why are you this way? Well, All the I'm, time. Not to, again, be AEW fanboy, but they're just doing it better, so I will. But the continuity and details is where you get the payoff in AEW, right? That's where you do get a glare or a stare or a one line. For example, we're probably not going to talk about it, but after Hangman beats Kenny Omega on Dynamite, Kenny Omega says, like, hey, I'm beat up. I need some time to reflect things need to change but i can't do it here so you know i'm gonna ride off into the sunset for a while you guys take you know take over and adam cole's like i've got it and kenny omega's like i wasn't talking to you mm, yeah. those are the little details yeah. well and even they were like ah, sh-
1: you know what i mean like they were kind of like oh fuck you weren't supposed to say that uh, yeah. part you know yeah. what i mean like we know but he didn't know <laughs> right yeah yeah
0: great but those are the things that are throwaway moments in the episode of dynamite that you will get paid off later and again i'm not saying paul Heyman's stare down of pat mcafee will have something else but it
1: could but those are the moments that like we don't get yeah we don't get that in
0: wwe it's all that was planned
1: they planned that out for that right like you can plan something out and not need it to lead to something but you plan it out going like this adds to the Mm -hmm the air of like this is what we want people to leave away thinking that like oh these guys think they're don't like a, each other mm-hmm. a combined unit but
0: they kind of don't like each other you're right yeah and just in WWE it's just paint by numbers stand in the corner they're friends wait. or they are enemies yeah but no like in between. wait wait for the wait for the advertisement for WWE the closest thing we get to in card. between
1: of like friends and enemies is the KO storyline. And there was a
0: one week break between those two things. Yep. Like the that was transition it. was whoop. Yep. That's whoop. all it was. Cause whoop. we don't know how to do anything more as far as WWE. We don't like, how do you dig in deeper? Well, I don't know. You would just be a bad guy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. I'll go punch a guy in the balls now. Yep. Uh-huh. All right. Speaking of that
1: at devil vamp says, I still don't understand why we are booing Cody Rhodes. I am confused. Please help. Hashtag AW full gear. Hashtag tweet the tables. Tom, give the man some help.
0: So I think now in the month of November 2021, I think it's now just I'm a cool fan. We all boo Cody, right? I think we've reached that point to where, you know, when John Cena was getting booed towards the end of his career, Mm -hmm. he didn't know why we were booing him. It's just what you're supposed to do, right? I think we're starting to get to that point right now with Cody, where I'm showing up, and I just fuck him right <laughs> well, but they're not giving you much option to do otherwise, and so
1: when that when that presented itself, that's what we feel like we're supposed to do now because he's not doing much else right like he's yeah. I feel like he's trying to do much else and he thinks he's providing a whole lot more than he is I mean that's something we can go down a rabbit hole of psychoanalyzing what he thinks he's doing with some of this, but it's it's still coming across pretty bland and he you know i mean like yeah he's got the all american good looks blonde hair blue-eyed kid or whatever right maybe he's not blue-eyed i don't know but you know like uh he's still kind of bland at, from a presentation as a character right and kind of always well, like at least in this current event like at wwe until he did the stardust thing and then he left and we came out he was all over the place but now that character has kind of gone stale right this I wear a suit and I'm an EVP and I'm pro wrestling royalty. It's like, yeah, all right. So like, there's just not much else to grab onto other than like, well, everybody started to dislike this guy. So fuck him.
0: Yeah. And I think honestly, I think where the origins of the booze came from is you just, that guy wasn't likable, right? How we were describing Eddie Kingston, Eddie Kingston was doing heelish things, but we're like, yeah, no, I would do that too. I like Eddie where Cody is doing things that you should do, right? Like he's the guy at work that shows up early and is, you know, a
1: baby with his wife
0: or yeah, or he's, (laughs) he's going to work past his break so that you can go on your lunch, things like that. That's really nice. But then you go like this motherfucker's doing it again. Really? Okay. Like I get it. You're always going to do the right thing. Like that becomes annoying to people. And I think to a certain extent that's where we are with Cody, right? He comes in and makes the save for Pac. He is, you know, taking the advice of Aaron Anderson and not really pushing back. And so it's like, you're just too nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like those people can be unlikable. It's almost not to this degree, but like when Kurt Angle debuted in WWE and he was like, I'm an Olympic gold medal. So it's like, well, fuck you. I'm not like. That's neat for you, but I don't like it that much. Now, he was obviously doing the delusional uh, baby face that was really a heel. But with Cody, I think he's just doing too many actions that we can't relate to because we always wouldn't make the right decision. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Yeah.
1: I'm sitting here currently trying to tweet out, uh, tell everybody about the show. Uh, Oh, that's great.
0: Yeah, so – Uh, while you do that i'll fill for time Mm -hmm, i think mm -hmm, some other mm -hmm. things that cody could do is like you said this the character is a tad stale where it's always red white and blue Mm -hmm. and come through the middle and talk about how great you know his life is and he's a new father and things like that let us let us relate to you right tell me about the struggles of being a new father have you got a lot of sleep i bet not yeah because here's What's not relatable. Sorry to interrupt there.
1: Here's what's not relatable is I don't have a little bit of a struggle. And then what sets me straight is Arn Anderson uh, tells me about how my dad was so great and has a couple guys beat me up to get me back into shape. Right? Like I'm not going to connect to that. Yeah. And so I just like, you're, you can't play the every man's hero but not connect to the every man. Right.
0: You're right. It, perfect. That is exactly what I was trying to describe is he is doing things that you should be doing, but he's not connecting to us because that we wouldn't do those things. We would do more things like Eddie Kingston, where after a match we lose, we're not shaking the guy's hand. Fuck that, that asshole. He's still an asshole. And then we're walking off because we're mad. Like Cody, Cody would shake his hand. like, Another perfect example was when Cody lost the TNT Championship to Darby Allen. He got on one knee and presented the title to Darby Allen. I'm not doing that shit if yeah, I lose to you, Tim. Doing that? Fuck yeah. out of here! Like, no, I'm gonna kick you in the, the balls game. on the way out. I- <laughs> well, I might not do that, but I might be yeah, no, you a but little finger. Like, and say, like, yeah, like, I'm gonna hang my head and walk time. out
1: and fucking try to hide in the fucking corner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right, like, those are the things where we're like, "Ow, ah, that's a dork thing to do." He's a dork, you know.
1: He's kind of a dork. All right, we'll move on. Someone who's not a dork, and that's at Katie First Lady. She says, "Love all the Eddie tributes tonight." Hashtag AEW Full Gear. Hashtag Tweet the table. Now uh, she's referencing Eddie Guerrero. And I, am, are you on my side here now? Where I'm like, hey guys, this feels forced now at this point.
0: If look, I understand if he was your favorite wrestler, and it was the 16 year anniversary of him passing away, which is very sad to reminisce on, right? There's two people, in my opinion, that should have been allowed an Eddie tribute and that's it. And that's Chris Jericho. Cause he obviously went up and down the roads with him and had millions of matches with him, As I'm finding out from Jericho's book and Bicky Guerrero, cause that's his widow, Eddie Guerrero's widow. And that's it. like, That's it. I I understand if you're a luchador and the lucha bros are who they are and they were inspired by Eddie Guerrero. Totally cool. But like. Again, we're all we can't all say like, and then here's my turn to, to pay my tribute. It's no, there's two people, Vicky, Jericho, everyone else tweet about it, post a picture. You ain't doing it on the show, though. So, like,
1: I don't know if you remember recently and this is off subject, but I'm trying to bring us back to the subject, right? one of the lucha house party guys right or or you know whatever oh showed yeah up mm-hmm. and tweeted about john huber
0: mm-hmm. and spelled his, spelled name, his wrong. name yeah
1: and you know like Jericho was like you spelled his name wrong and then his wife chimed in and was like yeah motherfucker and i kind of at first i was like hey guys he fucking john and john whatever but now i started thinking about it, i was like oh it's probably because they know that motherfucker didn't know him and so for right. him to act like, mm-hmm. like that was just trying to do it for appearances. clout, and, yeah. And I'm not trying to say that the people that do it for Eddie Guerrero, you know, that say this, are doing it just for appearances. I don't know them. I don't know their connections. Of course I couldn't. So I don't want to put that on any individual. But when I see it 500 times a year, I just got to go by the laws of nature and say X percent of these are just doing it because they think people are going to think I'm – sincere and, and mm-hmm. empathetic and care and look you know what I mean like I, I I want that to be the case but I don't believe it a lot of the times
0: yeah and I, again it just felt like on that night with all of the Eddie tributes it was just hey how can I uh you know Uh, who said that there was a stand-up comedian who's like who who hates Mm. when someone passes away and you say like I love this person Anthony he said you're thinking about like like, hey don't
1: forget about me tonight
0: yeah that's what you're that's what it feels like you're doing is Eddie's anniversary but don't forget about me I also loved Eddie hey look over here I'm gonna do the three I'm sad too right that's where no and One point I wanted to bring up, and I think I uh, texted this to you, or maybe messaged you—I forget. But think about what we what we had happen on Full Gear's pre-show, and if Mm -hmm. WWE does this, they're getting murdered for the rest of the year. On the pre-show, Vicky Guerrero's team lost, and it was clean. It was you know there was no shenanigans where Vicky got screwed over. So on the anniversary of her husband's death. Her team loses. Picture that happening at Survivor Series. If that happened to be the anniversary and Vicky's over there, we are killing them. We're all mm-hmm. did you not? What well, Vince hates Eddie look, he's they. making Vicky lose on the anniversary. You can't. But we don't even once
1: let the the face win. Yeah. right. yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so. I found that interesting to where we're all paying tribute, but we're not going to let Vicky's team win on the anniversary of her yeah, husband's death. Even dad. though
1: she's the heel team, is a little right. off of what I was saying, but you get what I mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, I wanted to shout out to Twitter real quick. I tweeted out that Tom just brought mm-hmm. some guy snacks, uh, barbecue chips to the live stream, and now Tim is jealous, and it was going to make the show awkward. And they responded, guy snacks, and said, "Everyone, tell Tom to share, or not. That's funny too." And I agree. I yes, that's funny. But especially, I mean, like we can't share right now. It looks like we may be in the same room where we could high five, but you know, you know, magic of television here. We're not in the same place. You can't share yet. But Tom, I expect the next time I see you, I want those chips. You're going to eat them all before then, aren't you?
0: God damn it. I'll save you a bag for tomorrow night as we take a quick detour. We will be meeting up at DWF. Fuck
1: yes. DWF. The Dynamic Wrestling Federation, Camelot Ballroom, Overland Park in the Kansas City metro area. If you're not there and you're in the region, you're a loser. I, I don't know what else to tell you. Like These shows are hot. They've only had one, but I was there and it was fucking hot. I'm telling you, man, it's going to be great. Jeremy Wyatt's going to be defending against uh, – uh, what is it? Is it Devin? Devin right? Thomas. Devin, Devin Thomas. Yep. God, why did I don't blank on his last name? Devin Thomas. And uh, if you didn't see the tournament from the first show to crown Jeremy White, the belt collector, is the champion. You missed out on that, too. Jimmy Hart was there. Uh, mm-hmm. Super fun show. We were at the Up Down KC with these guys. These guys are great. Uh, we want the best for them. Support local wrestling, man. God damn.
0: Definitely. So, yeah, I'll Definitely. have some uh, some chips for you tomorrow night as we meet up to watch some DWF.
1: Right, we may or may not see the folks from Guys Snacks down there. I hope so. May or may not.
0: May or may not. All right, let's get to Which- the fun. Oh, yeah. Well, one quick thing. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Guy Snacks for following us on Twitter. If you have not followed us and you're listening, follow us as well. Be cool like Guy Snacks.
1: You know what else is cool about Guy Snacks? Chiefs fans. And they beat the Raiders, so that was fun.
0: Yes, it was. <laughs> All right, let's get back into Tweet the Table. Fucking <laughs> Derek Carr's haircut. All right. At Devil uh. Vamp says, I think
1: FTR should have won. Not all baby faces can win. Sometimes you have to go against the fans. hashtag Tweet the table hashtag A W Full Gear 2021. Um, yeah, I, look, FTR, I think has done their best work since they've been at A W. Oh. They, uh, and we had a good run with them. I just I don't know that like throwing the titles on them again. We haven't had a two time A W no. Tag Team Champions, have we? We haven't. No. That's not a bad choice. By any means no, I just don't know that like all. there's any story they're telling look they they had the whole pinnacle stuff they had their whole run as champions they had their young bucks feud they had the, all this stuff that's just like eh, you know I'm not itching to see them with the titles again this triple a thing is cool triple a is a sidebar we haven't discussed enough when we talked about all the WWE releases triple a is an option that we never even considered and oh, thought yeah. about. a lot of these folks going to so
0: yeah hey. I, I like I I still like what they're doing in AAA, being the no-flips tag team in a you know Luchador promotion, so I think that's enough for them right now. In my in my opinion, you're you're piling on if you're like they're doing this, and then they're also the AEW champions, and then they also have this. So it's like less is more sometimes. And also with the AEW tag team championship picture, I think maybe I'm speaking for myself here. I still think the matchup we're waiting for is Lucha Bros as champions taking on Santana and Ortiz. Oh, gosh. That's I'm so what we waiting for, for it, right? Yes. So as much as FTR is a great team, I don't right now want to see FTR taking on Santana and Ortiz again, but now this time for the championships. They had a great feud. They did their thing. I want to see a fresh matchup of champions, Lucha Bros taking on Santana and Ortiz, mm-hmm. who are just on another level right now as soon as they put on that face paint whatever that was a few months back they have just taken their game to just a height that i haven't seen before and uh, yeah they're incredible so that little collision course is what i'm wanting to see in the tag division
1: also shout out to uh at uh well i don't know if it's at it's it's big rock 1973 on twitter at usmd 69 uh just followed us um and the reason i'm calling it out it got a big old chief's helmet uh, as is as his profile picture so you know i far be it for me to mention football twice on a pro wrestling podcast but we are kansas city local fans and
0: god damn take it you back to her
1: such a it's fun a, such a look, fun drumming uh, of the raiders that i feel like i just want to talk about it a lot you and know I mean? look it makes here, me feel good look
0: inside. here and look <laughs> here you you knuckle-dragging idiots who have been just trying to say we were in the mud and not doing anything. We were not figuring it out and we still got to first place. And now we're, we've hit our stride. Oh, the take it back tour is in full swing. You bitches are in trouble. Oh, cannot wait.
1: Tom. Tim, I'm on the Twitter right now. And per Sean, Uh WWE have just released the following.
0: Oh my goodness. Breaking news.
1: Jackson Riker. Okay. Shane Thorne. Okay. Drake Maverick. Okay. And, Tegan well, maybe. Knox.
0: <laughs> maybe with Drake Maverick because he might call, you know.
1: Tegan you know. Knox. Okay. Now this gets weird.
0: Wow. Tegan Knox. Okay.
1: Okay. There's four <laughs> more names here that you're probably like. Okay. Uh, one of them is John Morrison. Wow. Well, his wife got released,
0: so that makes sense.
1: And the next three are Top Dollar, Ashanti Adonis, and Isaiah Swerve Scott. They, they got hit row rid Go. of
0: a hit row.
1: Yeah. This they is Sean Rossap tweeting it. Five has learned that WWE has released John Morrison, Top Dollar, Ashanti Adonis, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Tegan Knox, Drake Maverick, Shane Thorne, and Jackson Riker.
0: They don't care anymore. Now, listen, don't care.
1: So like I get like the other names on here. You're not really doing anything with most of them. John Morrison. You were at one point and he can do what you were doing with him, which is why it's a weird one to me. He's probably doing what you want him to do without him being like, can I be the world champ? Can I be the world champ for whatever you're paying him? Right. Like I, I look again, I don't know these people. I mm-hmm. don't know, right? Maybe John Morrison's like, I should be the champ, and maybe they're having that fight. But I, we've never heard those kind of stories about him, right? We heard he shows up, he likes to work, get his money, and be out and do his thing, well, right?
0: But with John Morrison, with John Morrison, I wasn't shocked by that because they released his wife, and I would yeah. assume at this point in his career, maybe being in the same company as his wife is more important than being on television so we can go back to him well, Maybe for the we same reasons be, we said. Yeah, so maybe he can go back and be Johnny Impact on Impact Wrestling. Or, as we just mentioned, go down and be the AAA heavyweight champion. Him and Andrade for the AAA championship is something that I know a lot of people would watch. I so that wouldn't shock me. Don't but
1: Hit Row. Still, the mind-boggling of all the releases we've talked about lately. Even your Keith Lees, your Carrying Crosses, right? The Hit Row is one of the most contemporary things you had going. You, If you're talking like you want to hook new people and young kids hit row was the yeah. thing. What is your problem? What are you doing? I don't understand any decision they make. Budget cuts, budget cuts, budget cuts. Sure. Yeah. But like fuckers, like, come on.
0: You know what I'm thinking <laughs> is, and and maybe I'm speaking out of pocket here, but I feel okay saying it. Maybe they think hey, we have this box checked with the New Day and with the Street Profits. You know, Cody talked about when he wanted not to be Stardust and Triple H said, hey, we have this role and we need someone to fill it. And my thought process is with Hit Row being released, maybe they said we can't double up on the cool contemporary group. We already have that filled with the Street Profits and we already had that filled beforehand with the New Day. So, you know, why would we waste our time on these guys as well? So let them go. And again, we don't know because backstage they could have been assholes or, you know, difficult to work with. We're going to hear those reports as we do now every single time from some sources that are talking to these, you know, backstage guys uh, and girls. But yeah, it's it's just silly. It's just dumb. Look, here, here, more. Why are you watching the show? why Yeah, are you sorry I'm G- trying Sh- to
1: read it make sure there's not more that's yeah. so
0: weird too that like
1: you let go one member of a faction and, and then, then you're you like okay you, faction- you let go of the woman that seems sexist but like that makes sense right like now it's a, it's a guys faction you're going to keep them up there whatever if it was the other way around you go why'd you let the guy go but you kept the three women it just makes sense right these are women's storylines we're going to do that
0: mm-hmm.
1: but then just a week and a half two weeks later you're just like i you know what Fuck it, all of them well and that's what
0: that's what i was thinking is you know you release uh b fab but then the next week you have hit row on television and now the next week after that i believe is now and that's when they get released so it just doesn't make any sense again why are we supporting that company
1: i don't know man it really is Outside of the terrible storytelling that we've discussed and the it's just terrible. nauseatingly surface level kindergarten tactic character building, this kind of shit comes into play. We're hearing stories of Keith Lee saying like he had to pay for his own medical bills. They're arguing that. Um, but fuck y'all if I don't believe Keith Lee in this thing. Um, and then just this kind of stuff. It is fucking November 18th. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everybody understands this to be the what? The holidays. And here we are releasing 100 plus people
0: in the last couple of weeks. Hey, shout out in the uh, in the YouTube chat. Uh, Muhammad says, all I can say now is Virginia is for lovers. WWE is for <laughs> God knows who. And I tell you what. Yes, I co-signed that statement because it makes zero sense on why you're supporting that company, especially right now with the alternative of AEW, AAA, Impact, New Japan, all of this fun stuff uh that we got going on with the forbidden door being open and whatnot. Uh so yeah, I don't understand. Don't I don't get it, I don't like it. But Do we still have tweet tables left, or are we going to get into some more? Um,
1: That was the last tweet the table. I was just responding to Muhammad there. Uh, Thanks again, everybody. Join in the chat. YouTube, we do this every Thursday night. Sometimes we have to do it on Wednesday or Friday, but we try to keep you posted. But follow us on Twitter, at Table Show, for live updates uh, on the moment, right? Spot on the moment updates about the Spanish announced table comings and goings. But, yeah, Tom, that was Tweet the Table. That's what the fans wanted to talk about. So now we're going to go into what we want to talk about, right? It's our fucking show. It's our time to talk. Uh and let's uh, let's start let's finish off with Full Gear. Is there anything else sticking out about Full Gear that we didn't catch on that you wanted to kind of dive into? It was such a great show.
0: It was such a fantastic show. The only thing I, as I mentioned that I would have switched up a little bit because I thought Tay Conti this was one of her better performances against uh, Britt Baker. But unfortunately, because we had the amazing match with MJF and Darby Allen, we had that really good tag match that had kind of a weird finish with FTR uh, and um, uh, the Lucha Bros. When we got to Britt Baker and Tay Conti, they were putting in the effort like none other, but it was just we were tad exhausted. So that was, be again, my only little criticism of the show. But I'm excited to see what happens because now we've got Hangman as our champion and we've got Brian Danielson who defeated Miro in a very good match uh, to become the number one contender. And I want to talk to you about the amazing brilliance of Brian mm. Danielson and yeah. also credit to Hangman. Hangman didn't just sit there and take his you know, lumps and now Brian Danielson's the cool heel. Hangman had his good zingers as well. But oh, yeah. In, um, in a matter of 24 hours, Brian Danielson won. I I think the moment where he truly went like full booze is when he said, Hangman doesn't show up to wrestle. He's in his cowboy boots. When I won my title at WrestleMania, that was the trigger. That was when everyone was like, this is bullshit. You don't mention that in this house. And we all blew this motherfucker. I thought it was so great. And also for Brian Danielson to be like, oh, of course, Virginia doesn't like hard work, as if that's like a characteristic a of the thing. state. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs>
0: just, he yeah, looks so great. Yeah.
1: Oh, from the start when he was like, "Hey, listen, congratulations." I do gotta say, I'm a little disappointed. It's not Kenny Omega, <laughs> right? Like, oh, just
0: sprinkling but the, the con- hate. But the continuity of that makes sense. Remember. They had a match that went to a draw. I would assume if Brian Danielson is you know, oh. in kayfabe, we want him. Hangman's line. Omega. He was yeah, like, yeah, it's, him not him. it's not
1: him because I beat his ass and I did it faster 30 than 30 minutes.
0: minutes. Oh, God, yeah. so great. So That's great. what I was yeah. talking about.
1: You're right. Hangman was on the money and he still was like tough guy. Like, okay, well, cool. Like, hey, listen, you want to fight? Like, I'm down to fight. Like, <laughs> we don't got to do nothing else.
0: Yeah, that's where Hang, Hangman, still, and he still kept the the credibility of a babyface. He didn't go into, well, at least I don't have head injuries, right? He wasn't going lowest common denominator on his insults to Brian Danielson. It was still keeping in the cowboy shit. I'm here because I earned it. And it's just, it was such a good promo. In a matter of moments, we went to babyface versus babyface to like, oh, no, 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 no. It makes sense. Brian Danielson is mad that hangman who he probably thinks isn't on his level is the champion. And he has to face that guy when he would rather face the guy he went to a draw with and Kenny Omega, the, the motivation of the heel turn makes complete sense. And then again, hangman being the guy who's like, Hey, you don't think I'm good. The guy that you, you went to a draw with, I beat in less than 30 minutes. So what are you talking about? It's just, now we got a story. Now we got some fun. Brian Danielson being pissed off from the disrespect though is now going on a dark order hit party and that is going to be fun.
1: The heat he got for mentioning the word WrestleMania.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Was it was just so, on on the money. So he good. knew what to do and he, and well, he and said his- it without
1: he loved it. His open mouth smile was, yeah. was all open after that.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. He he said it without the like, oh crap, can I say? He said it with the confidence of like, what are you going to do? What is anyone in this company going to do if I say WrestleMania? Huh? What are you going to do? Like nothing. You're going to take it. And it was just perfect. It was so great. Yeah. Even and if then, you
1: get sued and have to pay a fine for it, like you're going to be like, all right, fine. I don't give a shit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and so now next week after he beat Evil Uno, which uno shit hashtag uno shit that's what i'm on i love evil uno he's a he's a good dude i've so been watching good. some of his blogs hey, in fast turnaround we went from being like what the fuck is evil
1: uno like i don't get it like uh, uh, maybe 50 episodes ago we were like this doesn't yeah this evil uh-huh. uno guy what the fuck is this to like evil uno's in my top 10 favorites right now
0: yeah king of the and dragon nerds i love him he's great uh but he got his ass kicked by brian danielson and now next week in chicago again we mentioned mjf's gonna talk some shit on cm punk we're gonna get brian danielson to beat up chicago's favorite son possibly colt cabana is going to be incredible and then he's just gonna go through the entire dark order this is this is gonna be a fun story i don't know when we're doing this match uh because obviously there's some members of dark order right they're not just a two-man group so we've got some uh some people to to have wrestle Brian Danielson, but it is going to be great. Uh some other stuff that I want to talk about though. Again, full gear was awesome. In my opinion, match of the night was uh Eddie Kingston CM Punk. But as I mentioned, that Forbidden Door was open again. Dynamite had Butcher and the Blade versus Ishii and Orange Cassidy. And man, this bowling ball bulldog Ishii is fucking cool, isn't
1: he? What an awesome match. I love this the spot that sticks out. And Will, for a while, is the spots in the corner when he's hammering him and he's just like, What's happened? Right. Oh, yeah. And he just starts like kind of gathering himself and he's like, This motherfucker is hitting me, right? Like yeah. and he just fucking like started leaning into it. So great. But still like Again, it's pro wrestling. It's a work. It's like, okay, nobody would react that way. But it still felt believable with this bowling ball with a head that, like, you would just be like, wait a minute. Are you
0: punching me in the face? Mm-hmm. Nobody punches me in the face. <laughs> right? Like, it just well, went crazy on him. And, and think about this. Butcher had four forearms to the, to the chin of Ishii and backed down. Ishii took him from one side of the ring to the other side of the ring while Butcher was hitting him. And credit
1: to the Butcher, they mentioned it, Jim Ross did, but like, guys leaned up, he's looking fucking
0: svelte. Oh, I tell you what, I like Butcher and the Blade, I think they fit their role perfectly for this kind of a match when you need it, right? However, again, we're still in the infancy part of AEW, they're not even five years old, and I don't know how long Butcher has in him because, you know, he's obviously doing music and touring and doing those kind of things, but Butcher as your TNT champion is something I'm definitely behind. I think that would be cool. And you go more into that house of black kind of mentality where again, you're not doing the smoke and mirrors, but you're doing the, I got voices in my head. I think it's that's great.
1: weird that somebody can lose weight like the butcher did. And he looks bigger,
0: mm-hmm. right? Like he yeah, looks now up. all
1: of a sudden you're like, Jesus Christ, that guy is huge when we mm-hmm. knew he was a big guy, but like, he just, I, I don't know. It's weird. Like, he, well now he's got muscles and it's not just right.
0: thickness right it's now right. Like, he's oh, tall shit, that's a-
1: he's like you see how tall he is and how wide he yeah. is now and you're like oh shit yeah he's like luke harper big you know not to you know i mean luke harper no Brody, but, Lee, you know, yeah. But, yeah
0: right the only thing that i think i would have changed and it was difficult because i was trying to explain to my wife who you know is a very casual casual fan of pro wrestling is i i have known of ishii from She's like a step above Kingdom. tolerating yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> she likes some people, you know what I mean? Man. But like, so I've seen Ishii on Wrestle Kingdom's uh in past years, right? So I knew how fucking cool he was. The thing I think I may have wanted to add to this matchup is give me a promo package that tells me why Ishii is this fucking wrecking ball of a man. You know what I mean? Like that would be the only thing I would have added to it. Uh but Chaos and AEW is going to be great. Uh Rocky Romero I thought was fun. I thought it was interesting too. I don't know if we're going to play into this or maybe they're just having fun, but when orange Cassidy and Ishii won, uh, Bryce Remberg put up the hands of Ishii and, uh, Cassidy. And then Rocky Romero was like, put up my hand too. And the ref's like, well, you didn't wrestling. He's like, put up my hand. And so he finally does. I don't know if maybe we got some seeds of dissension down the road, but thought that was interesting, but that was, that was a definite highlight of uh dynamite from last night. Um, what else do we got here? Another great match from Nyla Rose and Akaro Shida in the TBS uh, championship tournament. I feel like, you know, you can do Darby Allen and Sammy Guevara every single time. And that's going to be a home run. And on the women's side, Nyla Rose and Akaro Shida, I feel like could fight forever and I'm going to like it every single time. This was hard hitting, captivating. And then we got uh, the professor coming in, taking out the knee of Hikaru Shida, getting Nyla Rose the victory. Uh, we'll see what happens with Serena Deeb and Hakaro Shida. Maybe that's a pay Serena Deeb's match. The
1: shit, that's yeah. all
0: I need to know. And so I thought that was really cool. Um, oh, here, here's one criticism. I want to I want to get your feedback on this. We mm-hmm. had Dante Martin and Leo Rush versus the acclaimed, and Dante Martin and Leo Rush got the victory. I didn't love that.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I I know they're trying to, like, do this one of those where halfway reluctant tag team partner. We've seen this, you know, a million times before in wrestling. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, it felt a little early for that to happen over the number four ranked tag team who were trying to kind of re-up, right? Yeah, because –
0: if memory serves me correct, it was less than two months ago that the Acclaim were wrestling the Lucha Bros on Rampage for the championships, and now they're just losing to a makeshift team. And again, I know Dante Martin and Leo Rush have had some matches on Dark and Elevation, I think. Uh, so it makes sense a little bit, but like not the number four team. This is when you could have used some other team, maybe the Varsity Blondes, right? Like That's a team where they could take the loss instead of the well, Acclaim.
1: And, uh, God, the Max Caster digs just get better all the time
0: oh the yeah the leo rush you're an amateur i like you better when you were a manager what did he
1: say the other day about like he's like he's gonna go he's coming out of his 19th retirement or something i can't remember yeah yeah exactly
0: so i got a bold prediction though with this storyline okay so after the match dante martin leo rush trying to celebrate team taz comes out like hey dante martin hey bud You want to join Team Taz? You know how great we are? And they're really not. But you know how great Team Taz is? Look at Hobbs. He wrestled CM Punk. They didn't say that, but like, he's on TV. Don't you want to be more on TV like him? I think Dante Martin stays with Leo Rush. We get a tag team match with Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs versus Dante Martin and Leo Rush at whatever the next big event is, whether that's on Dynamite or a pay-per-view. And I think we get the other brother coming up. Join Team Taz. Taz. Yep, that is gonna be fun. That, that's the brother story versus line. brother. That's the story. That's the that story. That is line. the story. Like you, motherfucker. Yep. While I was even injured, Taz can trial, be like,
1: "You wanna, you wanna shit on us? Mm-hmm. Listen, you, you think money doesn't talk? You think money's thicker than, than what? Thicker than blood? Boom. You're here are wrong. He comes. Right. <laughs> and he has the, the motivation, reason,
0: right? right? He has the motivation. He's jealous of Dante Martin because when they were top flight, they were just, you know, on dark or maybe a match on dynamite. They
1: were the other private party.
0: Yeah. Now Dante Martin's having matches with Malachi Black. He's getting time with Leo Rush where they're beating the acclaimed, the number four tag team. Yeah. His brother could come back and be like, you're a dickhead. You should have waited for me when I got healthy. Then we both go out there and kick ass. But you left me, so I'm with Team Taz. And then there you go. I think that's gonna be fun.
1: Yeah, he fun. can even be like, you know, who called me every every weekend? Ricky Starks, my own mm-hmm. brother. Didn't yeah, call didn't even me. call
0: me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's gonna be good. I Ricky hope that's the what they do. Ricky Starks back there, like, yeah, of course I fucking called him. I love my friends. Right? Yeah, like just assholing it up. Yeah. <laughs> Now, the the main event was TNT Championship match. As we mentioned, at Full Gear, Jay Lethal uh, made his uh, promotional debut, which, side note, um, I get that we're talking about this forbidden door, right? Oh, the forbidden door is open. When Ishii comes over, that's the forbidden door. But when you work for the company... It's no longer, a forbidden, it's no longer door. A
1: forbidden door. The door ain't forbidden.
0: <laughs> you just yeah. work at the company.
1: <laughs> well, ROH is no longer forbidding you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. So it's you know what I mean? Like
1: yeah. it, right.
0: you know. But this was a really good match. I legitimately thought Sammy Guevara was not going to be able to finish this match. I don't yeah. know if that was a sell job or his ribs are legitimately hurt but good night. He, you know, during that commercial break was nursing those ribs and still does a backflip through a table or whatever it was.
1: And Jay lethal is the kind of guy now who like with his stature in the wrestling industry, you know, especially behind the curtain, right to the boys, if you will, Mm -hmm. and who he was going up against for what title it was. It wouldn't have shocked me on, on that show where if they were like, Oh shit. And he won the title. Now Jay Lethal's the TNT champ because like he's another guy you could throw on Conan real quick and stuff like that and you have no worries about. So it, I was I was never like solidified. We're like, well, he's never gonna win this, right? So it was a fun match mm-hmm. to watch.
0: Definitely a fun match to watch. And uh, Excalibur mentioned this, but he he said on these open challenges, one time they have to lose, right? So Cody does all the open challenges with Ricky Stark, Eddie Kingston you know, so on and so forth. And now Sammy Guevara's doing the open challenge where it's Bobby fish. Now, Jay lethal, eventually you gotta, like, like you said earlier, the law of probability, one of these times you're going to lose. So is it going to be Sammy Guevara or is it going to be the next champion? Right. And that was the intriguing part for me is as soon as Excalibur mentioned, you know, the champions never lost an open challenge. Will that happen tonight? I was like, Oh shit, that's an interesting story. Right. Cause then. You could go and have some fun with Chris Jericho saying, what are you doing? Just, you know, diss in the inner circle by being a loser. You know, we could have that fun. Great match. As I mentioned, little caveat, though, I don't inner circle. You don't need to come out. Jericho. I didn't need to see uh, Patton Jay lethal on the head or whatever. Stay away, man, for a week. Jericho, make me miss you. And maybe yeah, I'm having too much. Why was he
1: in the shot at the end? Like, I just. Yeah
0: and you know maybe it's my own fault because i'm reading his book the the jericho book
1: yeah is he like a jay lethal like is he is jay lethal a chris jericho guy or something like i don't know. you know i just don't
0: like i'm reading the book here right like if you're watching the youtube you're seeing me hold the book up and so maybe i'm a little bit jerichoed out because i'm reading 30 years of his matches and then i'm seeing him every, every week but yeah go away for a week man like you didn't need to be there but that's you know that's splitting hairs um yeah AEW next week in Chicago you know they always have a great show in Chicago as we mentioned MJF is going to cut down Punk we got Brian Danielson as a heel taking on Colt Cabana so much fun stuff next
1: week yeah uh shout out to the chat again at Katie First Lady says showing some love live WWE can stick their budget cuts and at Devil Vamp says did you guys see the new releases from WWE and yeah he might have to rewind a little bit Devil Vamp we sure did um I don't know if you saw on Twitter too, AJ Grey. We talked about it. And I said, Hey, we're talking about this live now. And he's like, I'm good, bro. It's my birthday. <laughs> All right, All right, sorry, hey, enough, happy birthday. Enough. Sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was more trying to catch people on his thread than AJ yeah. Grey, you know, but hey, yeah. whatever. You know, hey, happy birthday, AJ
0: Grey. <laughs> happy
1: birthday. Um, One of my yeah, favorite. Yeah. Hey, listen. uh yo yeah. Fucking awesome, dude. Um, yeah, man, hey, you know, the releases. Yeah, we said what we could about that. You'll have to rewind about that, but yeah, man. Um, huh, what else we got? You you're going through well, the the dynamites and the and the full gear. Let's keep it let's keep that train rolling.
0: Well, let's so uh, that was kind of a W in a mm-hmm. nutshell, but I want to transition, but before I transition, let's hit on the topic of the night cuz again, late breaking news, there's been releases from WWE my question to you, as we get into WWE talk, Hit Row is gone, right? They've released all of them. Now, is this a band together or a sink or swim? Does Hit Row say, let's get together. We're better as a unit than we are individually. Dude, I,
1: if Hit Row showed up somewhere else as another group, but just doing the same shtick, I'm mm-hmm. all here for it. Even I know we keep saying AEW needs no talent in front of the camera behind the screen. Like, right. If you're telling me Hit Row is going to show up as a group somewhere and keep doing the same thing they were doing, I don't care. I'm here for it.
0: Oh, think of this. Because they've already had some subtle beefs back and forth, but you do. Max Caster walks out. He's doing the rapping gimmick. Oh, wait a minute. We've got another one who thinks he's better. Top Dollar comes out and he's like, you can go fuck yourself. Check out these bars. And they do a, a, a battle rap oh on dynamite. Right? That would be fun. Again, Top
1: Dollar and Max Caster?
0: That's what I'm saying. Pro wrestling has too much variety to God. just be one thing. One of the best battle raps, or I think honestly the only battle rap, uh, if you recall, The Usos versus The New Day. Mm-hmm. Remember how much fun that was? Top no. Dollar and Max Caster could just blow No the-
1: battle rap will ever compare in pro wrestling. You know where I'm going with this. There was one clear battle rap winner in pro wrestling and no one will ever top it.
0: It's oh, Bo Ryder. It's Bo Ryder. Yeah. I forgot about Nobody ever Bo Rida. beat
1: Bo Ryder. Bo Ryder. Bo Ryder. At DevilVamp back in the chat says sorry I think it's because we already talked about the release. No need to apologize of course. No
0: it's totally fine. No totally need to fine. apologize. Again this is this is the conversation where you're coming and going. We're talking to you. We're talking to ourselves. If you're listening back, thank you so much. Again, join us live as we do these. Hashtag tweet the Table to get some questions or comments into the show You know, at a later time. Uh, this is where we have so much fun with you, the Table Nation. But now, as we mentioned, mm. uh, Hit Row is gone. But that does gone. lead us to WWE. And this weekend, unfortunately is Survivor Series. (laughs) And we've done it for eight years. We might as well keep this train going. We've done picks on Survivor Series. So let's do it again, Tim.
1: Survivor Series slash bragging rights. Right?
0: Whatever. Yeah. They just
1: merged the two. Yeah. Stupid. I mean, it's bragging rights now, right? Mm -hmm. It's Clash Mm -hmm. of the Champions, bragging rights, and Survivor Series all rolled into one.
0: Yep. Yep totally agree it's so before we
1: get into the match predictions we discussed this a little bit earlier with i think it was katie's tweet in hashtag tweet the table by the way use hashtag tweet the table on twitter and we'll read your tweets on the show as well uh yeah why survivor series used to be one it's one of the big four so they say uh pro wrestling folklore of pay-per-views right and again to the credit wwe was I don't know if they were first doing wrestling pay per views, but they were the one who, you know, wrestling pay per views because of right, like for the most and I'm part.
0: Pr- and I'm pretty sure Survivor Series came out of a FU to WCW because WCW was doing a uh, Clash of the Champions, something like that. I think that's something. where this originated. So from, like but- it just.
1: It used to be one of the biggest things, especially when we were younger, right? This is where they blended oh. the storylines. This is where they made big deal out of it. And even for a while, they tried that whole, like, final survivor thing where all the survivors matched up. Like, so much folklore and history that it just feels gone and empty in a shell of itself, it, 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 you know.
0: But it wasn't even that long ago to where it was fun. If you recall when the first Raw versus SmackDown Survivor Series match where Randy Orton was the sole survivor beating Shawn Michaels. That was fun. You even had the super team of DX, the Hardys, and CM Punk. And that was awesome. Remember, Shawn Michaels just kicked Snitsky in three seconds, yeah. pinned him, and it was like, Who's that guy? Was he in this match? Just like, it, and that was what, 2011, 2012, something like that. Like, it wasn't. That long ago. These guys are still wrestling, right? Randy Orton's still in your company, CM Punk's over in AEW, but like these guys are still, it's not like we're talking about Greg, the hammer Valentine. You know what I mean? But this is again, where I was talking about earlier, they gave you nothing because they're going to give you the rock. They think, Hey, we're going to, we're going to tease you with this Becky Lynch, Charlotte thing, which is it real? Is it not? I don't give a fuck either way, but the part of this whole show is the rock. Now I may be wrong. And if I'm wrong, whatever, listen next week, but this points all signs to the rock. Here's even more reason why I think the rock is showing up. They're doing media. Now Becky Lynch is on Stephen Colbert. Uh, Roman Reigns is on Jimmy Fallon. And I've watched Roman Reigns on Jimmy Fallon. And you know what? Jimmy Fallon brought up the rock hey, hearing rumors that The Rock is going to be at Survivor Series. And Roman Reigns is like, ah, you know, I'm not hearing that. Classic, classic WWE. Jimmy Fallon's not going to bring up rumors without the clearance of WWE saying you can ask that question. So again, you're getting all this mediocre vanilla crap because they're banking on you're not going to remember the matches anyhow you're going to remember when the rock gave the people's elbow to roman reigns and whether that's fun or not we'll see but that's where i think this is all going to is banking on that the rock is so cool at 51 years old doing raps with tech nine that you're going to love it and we'll see if we love it
1: uh, back out to the chat in the YouTube, Devil Vamp says Becky put Rick on blast and the video with Charlotte and Beck was lit. I don't know if you've seen any of this going on. Like this apparently is an actual thing going on.
0: Yeah, you know? so Becky Lynch well, here you go. Again, you gotta take things with grain of salt in uh, this wacky world of pro wrestling, because everything can be a work, right? Uh the interview was done with Ariel Hawani. Ariel Hawani is a wrestling fan. He knows how to play the game of leaning into a story if it needs to be a story. Right. So I don't, this wasn't, you know, the New York times interviewing Becky Lynch and trying to find sources and, you know, things like that. This was Ariel Hawane, who's a big pro wrestling fan and doing things with BT sports where he's interviewing Paul Heyman. And then he's going to, you know, if he needs to, he'll play along with the Becky Lynch story. So again, it could be real, or it could have been just one little yell that we're blowing out of proportion to make a fun match that we've seen ten thousand times. What? How many matchups of Charlotte versus Becky? Oh have we got?
1: God! Oh, 72? You know, I don't know. I, I think we can look it up. We don't like the don't fact, fact check, check often. I don't but, like the fact check at all. I mean?
0: Yeah. But. So. I don't know. Again, I think they're banking on you're going to tune in because Becky and Charlotte might really fist fight. Hey, it wasn't that long ago that Charlotte punched Nia Jax in the face. Oh, could happen again. But again, you're going to remember the rock. But at, at the expense of Big E, that's where I just think, like, what are we doing here? You could do a promo with Roman Reigns and get the same outcome. We don't have to have Big E. Lose clean to Roman Reigns to make Roman look bigger. And then when I tune in on Monday, I got, you know, Big E jucking and jiving with his pancakes and big smiles, acting like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Mm. What do we got? Yeah, Let's do some I, picks here.
1: All right. All right. Survivor Series is here. Oh, oh, one more thing. Shout out to the chat again. Devil Vamp and the YouTube says Survivor Series needs to be more organic, as in, like, hey, I'm a leader. Come be on my team. This is why I'm on my team. This is why you're on my team. If you're not on my team, I don't like you, right? Like, yes. I mean, again, if you're, if you're doing this as a, I've said the best way they should operate a thing like WWE is. It's a traveling circus fighting industry, right? We should be watching the show as though we're watching a UFC event, but they're also showing us the inner office politics behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. it's pretty much that simple and if you go from that point it's not hard to start chopping out real life storylines out of it
0: yeah i agree i you know that is a good idea because one thing that you could easily do with having team versus team is let's say you have a feud between edge and seth rollins right we had that uh for going on for a few months right well seth rollins gets traded to raw let's just say edge stayed on smackdown well Seth Rollins is going to be like, "Hey, this is my one last opportunity to beat Edge's ass. I'm going to get my team, Edge, you get your team. We're meeting at Survivor Series and I'm going to kick you in the dick." You know what I mean? Like you could still have teams going after teams on the other show because of the trades because there still is beef, you know what I mean? So I don't know. It just feels silly that we're just doing my t-shirt's better than your t-shirt. Feels a lot like mm-hmm. nationalism, right?
1: Uh-huh, yeah. Really does. I'm
0: I'm proud of a thing I had no control over. I I love this thing that I'm Speaking standing. Speaking of that,
1: following the Twitter tonight from the re- releases, and we discussed Jackson Riker. Nearly every mm. tweet I'm seeing is like, "Fuck that guy." I hope he never gets another job. <laughs> and hey, 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 we're not saying. hey And yeah, no, we I are saying, "Fuck that guy." Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. we don't know him, but like. I- I'm not looking for him to join anything either. Yeah. Looking up on WrestlingData.com. Oh, Tom, okay. Yeah, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair feud in mm-hmm. history mm-hmm. is close. It's a near tie. Seven draws. 211 wins for Charlotte and 213 for Becky. No. Yeah.
0: No, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on hold on hold, yeah. on hold on hold on yeah hold on stop everyone calm down
1: no hold on okay i'm reading this wrong okay okay because like they, they've wrestled all right two, all right
0: 400 times
1: 213 wins for becky lynch includes how many wins she has over charlotte flair and how many wins she has with charlotte flair
0: okay okay so so that's wins against charlotte
1: flair and wins uh, because this is a combining the two Wrestlingdata.com is awesome by the way you can pick any two wrestlers and see they're kind of like combined blah 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 so against charlotte flair and and becky lynch they have six draws between them cool and they have 71 wins for Becky Lynch and 69 lo- or wins for Charlotte. So, again, still close. But that's a lot. That's 130, 40 fucking matches between those two that we've seen. It's too much. It's just. I feel like I've seen every fucking one of
0: them. <laughs> yeah, because the, the most iconic moment for Becky Lynch was when she turned heel, but we didn't let her on Charlotte at SummerSlam three years ago so it wasn't even that long ago that the origins of becky lynch started and it was against uh charlotte so i don't know it just it's silly it's just damn silly tim it's i tell just you damn that silly. Much. but
1: all right uh <clears throat> devil vamp is awesome in the chat by the way if you're not watching the youtube go in and read the chat you can follow along uh, you can respond to other folks in the chat. You should do that, but we're going to keep moving on with this Survivor Series picks. We're going to start this is WWE.com. This is what they say the card is as of Thursday, November eighteenth at nine eleven PM Central Standard Time Zone, God's favorite time zone. Indeed, Tom, are you ready?
0: I mean, we'll find out, but probably mm. not.
1: The United States Championship is on the. Or well, it's not on the line. The United States Champion is taking on the Intercontinental Champion, right? Because it's bragging rights. Damien Priest, Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, I feel like I say they want Damien Priest to look like the winner here. So either he wins or Nakamura wins because Boog cheats and we're standing there like, what the fuck? And then we don't really get a resolution. Damian Priest is like, you guys are assholes, right? It's one of those two
0: things. Yeah, I'm just gonna go Nakamura because I like him. I mean, I like Damien Priest. Damien Priest, friend of the show. yeah punishment martinez Mm -hmm. so definitely like him um but i just think nakamura because they want to do probably after a match boog and pat mcafee and nakamura do a fun dance at the so this is what i think i
1: think they're gonna win by heel tactics or whatever right like uh whatever and damian priest is gonna be like you fuckers yeah boog right but it looks like damian priest should have won so they this is that 50 50 booking right Moral victory for Damian Priest. Mm -hmm. Boo gets to play the song. Nakamura must pose. Pat McAfee goes ape shit. Yeah,
0: Pat McAfee must dance.
1: Mm -hmm. The Raw Tag Team Champions, RK-Bro versus the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Usos. Usos. It's got to be Usos, right? Because we're building everything in WWE around Roman Reigns right now, right? Right. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and him yeah. having
1: one of the longest title reigns, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Well, and Who then says. we can also do the can they coexist, which is WWE's favorite storyline. You have Randy Orton and Matt Riddle lose. Then on Monday night, well, can they still be champions together? Well, this oh, is my due my for God. that. This is right, due for that
1: because, like, what else are they going to do? We've done every zany, like, Find Matt Riddle shifting through somebody's belongings. Or something. You know what I mean? Like, what do we do mm-hmm. random here? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, the, speaking of that match, the WWE champion, Big E versus the Universal champion, Roman Reigns. What do you think's happening here? Roman Reigns
0: oh. wins? Oh, God damn it, Tim. Roman Reigns wins. The Usos get involved. The New, so day, get involved. The new day gets
1: involved. Yeah.
0: Then Paul Heyman Usos, gets
1: involved.
0: Yeah. The Usos figure out a way by, you know, Kofi and Xavier Woods are beating up on one of the Usos. The other Uso uh, squirms away. That's how he helps Roman. Biggie loses. Roman poses. The Rock comes out. The Usos run up the ramp to get the Rock. Rock takes them all out. Then they stare at each other. And That's what it happens. that yeah,
1: is what happens. Fuck. Um uh, fuck all right, um, raw women's champion Becky Lynch versus Smackdown women's champion Charlotte Flair, so do we see a work shoot here? are they gonna like try to you know they're gonna tell them like, hey, if you guys really fight, we're not gonna hate it
0: yeah, there's gonna be one little moment where we go oh that's that that's where it was that was a little stiff punch. oh my god, slapped
1: her really but slapped
0: her. yeah, you know who has to stand tall at the end of this Charlotte Flair, neither one of them. Cause it's going to be the boss. Sasha oh. banks has to make her fucking presence felt oh. at a big pay-per-view. God. She's going to cost one of them, the championship most likely, or not the championship, but the match most likely Charlotte. Cause they're both on SmackDown. And then that's when we're going to get, oh, I do these things with my hands. And, and I know that they be. no, here's where it's going
1: to go. Sasha banks is going to come out. Is going to fuck one of them over. Cause she's siding with the other one. So then it's going to be this two on one, and then the score is evened up. Oh,
0: don't! By I don't Bailey, think she's I don't think she's healthy yet. But I mean, how much, be- How
1: long? I mean, like, yeah. she
0: need a couple months. We build this for a month or two, and God dang it! Now I know Sasha Banks is Four doing horse her thing. women explode. Yeah, but I know Sasha Banks is doing the thing right now with um, get uh, vaccinated. No, what's oh yeah, is? no,
1: she wouldn't do that, would she?
0: Who do I like? It's not Ruby Soho. Ruby Soho's in, in AEW. Who do I like? What's her what's her name? All the tattoos. She hosted Halloween Havoc. I can't think of her name. You know what I'm talking about? She has the crazy hair. She was uh Tag partners with Tegan oh, Knox. Oh, 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 Shotzi Blackheart. Shotzi that's her Blackheart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dana Brooks. I do everything, I do everything <laughs> about her except for her fucking name. Yeah, I know Sasha's doing that stuff with Shotzi, uh, Shotzi whatever her fucking name is. Um, but yeah, I think Sasha Banks has to make her presence felt at one of the big four because you can't forget about the boo. And
1: then they
0: wanted to act like they
1: control this place. But, but I everybody did. knows. That Sasha Banks is the boss. Mm. Like in my That's hands. exactly how that goes down.
0: This is on the outside of my hands. This is on the inside of my hands. Outside She's going to have green hair this time. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I'm a different character now.
1: You know oh. I mean? Business, because my hair is yellow. Wow. <laughs> Team Raw versus Team SmackDown Women's Five-on-Five Traditional Survivor Series Elimination Tournament. We have, uh, oh, Jesus Christ, who we got here? Let's see.
0: (laughs) We got Jesus Christ in this thing?
1: I got him. We have the Monday Night Raw squad will consist of Bianca Belair, WWE Women's Tag Team Champion Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Carmella, and Queen Zelina. Oh, we have one half. Of the women's tag team champion, <laughs> the one nah, you sit on the you sit on the sidelines. You're not good enough. Then who is SmackDown, it? do what?
0: Who's the other? I don't know who the other. Team oh, is. Rhea Ripley and the fucking um the Nikki superhero oh, gimmick. Almost a superhero, Nikki. Almost a superhero.
1: Yeah, because again, we need an odd couple tag team.
0: And they coexist? The it's fun. Oh,
1: the only successful tag teams in WWE anymore. Are non tag teams?
0: It's zany, Tim. (laughs) Can they coexist? New Day was a
1: non tag team because it's three guys, (laughs) right? Like Shield was non tag team because it's three guys. Odd couple, odd couple, odd couple. Randy Orton and fucking whatever. All right. Anyway, the SmackDown team: Sasha Banks, Shotzi Blackheart, Shayna Baszler, Natalia, and Tony Storm. Aaliyah was
0: going to be in it, but they kicked her out. Okay. Um, so, let's
1: eliminate this. Eliminated are going to be. Carmella's getting eliminated. Liv yep. Morgan's getting eliminated.
0: Nah, she's feuding with Becky. Mm. She could be the one that wins Rhea it. Rhea
1: Ripley gets eliminated because she's a tag yeah. team champion. Doesn't he? that. Yeah, so, she we is. have Bianca, Liv Morgan, Queen Zelina, but she'll get eliminated.
0: Yeah, I'm a queen. What the hell happened? So,
1: so bit? on Raw, what's left now while we move to SmackDown is Bianca and Liv Morgan. Mm-hmm. Then on SmackDown, Sasha Banks is not getting eliminated right away. Shotzi's gonna get eliminated. Shayna in one of those weird somebody caught him up probably eliminations. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, I'm
0: yeah, I'm fucked. I I didn't. Sasha's in this match. Yep. Oh, then she's not gonna do the Becky. Eh, she to might. She still yeah, might. I thought. I didn't know she was in this match. Yeah, she's so still might. pay attention.
1: Natalia's gonna be the first one eliminated. Tony Storm is gonna get eliminated. So we're gonna have Sasha against oh, Bianca yeah. and Liv Morgan.
0: Yeah, because you know what we gotta do? Mm. We gotta do the oh my God, look around us. It's just me and her, and it's gonna be Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. <gasps> Cause remember at WrestleMania, one time they wrestled. Who will be so the funny.
1: sole survivor?
0: Uh, ooh. Yeah, it's gonna be okay, Bianca. She's going to overpower. is the sole survivor. And there you go. And she going to be, I'm a, because she's the EST, right? I'm the best. I'm the, blah, 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 yep. There you go. Cool. <laughs> I All hope right. it's not as bad as I, I don't even know. Then let's move
1: watch. to the men's Survivor Series traditional elimination match. Representing Monday Night Raw, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Kevin really? Owens. Mm-hmm. Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Austin Theory and the uh, Almighty Bobby Lashley. The last two were taking the place of Romanek and or excuse me Dominic and Rey Mysterio. You know, SmackDown side as Drew McIntyre, forgot he's a thing. King Woods, Jeff Hardy, Sami Zayn and Happy Corbin. Raw. Raw again?
0: Yeah, SmackDown has too many guys that you can just get in and out. Like Sami Zayn and Happy Corbin are going to be eliminated. Well, Drew's going to be the last
1: one, or he's going to be one of the last two, right, Uh, uh, for their team.
0: It'll come down to Finn Balor and Seth Rollins on Raw and Drew McIntyre on SmackDown. Two on one. Can he overcome the odds? And they're going to team up for one time only. Seth Rollins will, you know get him out of there but then he'll turn on finn to get finn out of there because he doesn't care and he's gonna be the sole survivor ain't i cool look at my fun outfit
1: seth rollins yeah so saying rollins. seth rollins with this and then he brags about being the survivor no yes. I, it's probably it's probably him and finn balor that win. they win they beat drew mcintyre seth rollins out there like i'm the survivor blah blah blah. and finn balor's like hey 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 there you go we survived and he's like yeah. ah guy
0: yeah, oh yeah does. i forgot
1: you were there and yeah then they fucking battle up
0: there you go um wow this sucks um
1: devil vamp says shoot me in the head with the women's division it's worse than aew the
0: <laughs> aew women's division through the process <laughs> of tournaments has really built oh. itself up Right. Red Velvet is someone who you could believe would be the TBS champion. Obviously, you got the woman made out of granite, uh, Jade Cargill. You still got Nyla Rose. You got Sheeta. You got Serena Deeb. You got Britt Baker. You got her friend, Jamie Hayter. Yeah, AEW's women's division. I know six months ago, we were like, this is bullshit. What's going to happen? But now you could legitimately do Jade Cargill as your TBS champion going up against Red Velvet because she wants revenge. And then you can do Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. How much fun was that the last time? And here's the thing. AEW doesn't do rematches a ton, right? Like, it's not as if they're every week it's going to be another way that we're going to do this one match. So that's why I'm excited for the rematch of Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. Because on Dynamite or Rampage, one of the shows, they're doing Jamie Hader versus Thunder Rosa, and that's where I think we're going to get the start of Thunder Rosa Britt Baker. And Thunder Rosa's taco vlog is It's great. so cool. She came to Kansas City right down the street from me, at uh, 1030 in the morning, her and uh, Eve uh having tacos. How uh, great is that?
1: By the way, Kansas City, Kansas, is one of the, like, a premier fucking taco spot in the world.
0: Come on. Come on. Yeah, yeah you know what?
1: Yeah, yeah 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 all yeah, right see- well shit man i don't know what else you got you know if you've got anything else shout out to everybody that's been in on the chat devil vamp katie muhammad um and this is it. why you
0: got to join us live on the youtube stream because you never know what we're going to talk about we just talked about breaking news with releases of uh hit row and john
1: not sure if we lost tom there he kind of froze up so i will keep us going. This is all we've got left for the show. We appreciate everybody being on here. This was a fun experience and we hope to see you next week right here on the next edition of the Spanish Announce Table.
0: The Spanish Announce Table.